Visit the Ford Fan Zone on Level 6 at your next Utah Jazz game. There are free pop shot games, cornhole, and foosball tables. Enjoy incredible city mountain views while relaxing, enjoying food and drink, taking in the game, and socializing with friends. All right, PK, question of the day, part two, as we mull over a disastrous weekend for local teams not named Utah State football. We talked about the Cougars' bowl loss earlier, and the Jazz doubled down, getting defeated Friday and Saturday, first by the Spurs, then by the Wizards. The Jazz have lost to some of the worst teams in the NBA. I mean, it's one thing to lose home games, and they're 10-6 and six at home, and that is not good, that is not impressive, that is not up to standard, up to snuff. Whatever goal you set for them, that has got to be below it. They're not trending in the right direction. 10-3 and three on the road. Very impressive. Elite. Top of the line. But for whatever reason, it is not translating at home. And the losses. I mean, losing to the Pelicans, who are 14th in the West. The Spurs, who are 12th in the West. Uh, the Pacers, who are 13th in the East. I mean, they've, they have lost to some bad basketball teams at home. Yeah, they have. I don't know that I'd put Washington in that category. I do Although, not. But they're 500. They, Washington's they have 500. They lost 8 out of 9. I know. They were at one point, because I was doing the pregame and half uh, halftime and post with uh, Jake Scott, Tim Lacombe was doing the BYU-Weber game, so I pinch hit. And, you know, at one point, I think they were like uh, 14 and 8, something along those lines. We mm-hmm. obviously looked it up. And that's not bad, particularly where they were. And then they went on this streak. They lost 8 of 9. I did say going in this game, this game worries me because Bradley Beal, <clears throat> last year, you know, I think he'd averaged like 30. This year he'd only been averaging 22. I said, he is as capable as anybody out there for going for 40. And I said that in the pregame. Now I was wrong. He didn't go for 40. He went he for went 37. For... <laughs> yeah. But we know he's an elite scorer, right? Uh, he's sort of uh, the Eastern Conference's version of Damian Lillard. In that way, right? He can go off any given game and no one's going to bat an eyelash. And he did. And so I was concerned about that game because that's a dangerous team. The thing about the Jazz, as I was thinking about this watching the game on Saturday, is that there's halfway decent teams out there, the Wizards being one of them. And they're looking for a spark, right? Because I think the Wizards in the East have a shot to be a playoff team. And they need something. When you're in a bad streak, you need a spark. You need some type of foundation that say, okay, this is the thing that spurred us on. What better way to have something spur you on than beating an elite team, at least they're considered an elite team, like the Jazz on their home floor? Or if you're like the Spurs, you're going nowhere this year, right? You just aren't. The Pelicans are going nowhere this year. Well, what better way to get some more oomph into your season by then going out on the road and beating a top team? And that's where the Jazz are. They're no longer a story like, oh, can they get the best record this year? It's sort of like last year. I don't want to say they came out of nowhere, but we didn't know they were going to get the best record, and they did, and they got three All-Stars. All that stuff piles on in terms of people are pointing at you now. They want to beat you. They want to jumpstart their season, and because it's still early enough, like the, the Wizards. They can jumpstart their season. They lost 8 out of 9. Who's to say they can't win at 8 out of 9, you know, and get comfortably, firmly in the playoff race? The point I'm making here is... 
the Jazz have got to be on their game far more than they're doing it, particularly at home. They just have to, man. You look at that game Friday night, man. What were they up 17 in the second half? Mm-hmm. And then they lose. And credit the Spurs. You know, when Walker made was dribbling, it was looking like he was going to take on Gobert. And I was saying, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Sure enough, he makes the shot. Jazz got to find themselves in a position to not come down to the final minute or so because teams get amped to beat these guys. And they got to start matching their energy and intensity because they're the hunted. They're no longer the huntee. Or are they the hunty and no longer the hunted? I don't know how that how that works. Help me out. They're the they hunted. are the hunted. Yeah. Not the hunty. No one actually uses that word unless you're trying to be clever and make a point. Well, I was trying to be clever and make a point. Did I fail? <laughs> you never failed, PK. It's <laughs> a long string of wins. <laughs> but take the other point I, that I was making. So you th- see some validity to it? Okay, I feel like we've had this discussion before, but I'm in some bizarro upside down world here. What was that? What was that? Uh, Stranger Things. You ever see that Netflix stuff? Uh, the supernatural and there's a parallel universe. I can't afford Netflix. <laughs> Good one. I don't have Netflix. <laughs> That's because you've got cable and satellite. Come on, man. Start adding some streaming services. Let's get this video bill well, up over 400 bucks a month. Come oh on. Let's gosh, go. Yeah, Come wow. on, PK. Come I got to get I gotta get Disney Plus, though. <laughs> See, that's it. The reason I got to watch that Beatles uh, eight-part sh- documentary. Make sure you get the bundle <clears throat> if you do it, though. And that's why they do it, Dan. This is how, this is how they I'm do gonna it. I'm going to do it. I was at someone, someone's house Friday night celebrating my birthday who is a little more affluent than us. And it's like after, <laughs> after the jazz game, he's, you got to watch this. And I, I said, "How about you have me over to watch it?" <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I'm talking about Monson. And I told, I told him, I said, "If you start this, it's like 9:30 because it was after the jazz game because we went out to eat." And I said, "If you start this, I'm going to be here till four in the morning because <laughs> I'm not going to want to turn it off." It's true. It's what I've heard. I haven't seen it either, but I've so heard we, it's really good. We turn on the first part, and they go through a bunch of stuff like you know all the girls when they land in the states and all that stuff you could see anywhere and then they got to the meet where they're sitting in the studio and they're starting to compose songs and it's like pushing 10 o'clock i look over my wife she's got her eyes closed i said we got to go man. <laughs> we don't go now i'm not gonna want to leave so i gotta get disney plus because i gotta watch that so that'll be my streaming thing but reference your netflix thing so in stranger things there's this uh parallel universe and we're through the looking glass and that argument you brought up is the kind of thing i bring up and then you yell at me for excusing the teams uh what's the phrase i'm looking for well in honor of tyler huntley poo poo performance they so poo poo okay <laughs> of course never this is part of they, they so poo poo <laughs> <laughs> y'all can tweet y'all can tweet that <laughs> I think I did. I was sitting right by him y'all when he can, said it. Y'all can tweet that. That he's was got, his charm. He's got the media on his string. He's doing his thing. So, yes, that's what happens when you get really good. You get circled. You take people's best shot. You're the favorite. BYU, it's cool you won 21 football games in two years. That's a lot of football games to win. You think UAB didn't have it circled? You think they didn't go out on the Internet and find stuff about, oh, they're not excited to be there and get all pumped up? That's part of what happens when you get really good. All the, all the B-minus teams are going to circle you. And the Wizards are not a, a D basketball team. 
They're a classic C plus B minus. When they're totally on, they can be pretty good. But they're 16 and 15 for a reason. Yeah. So people are going to, the Warriors and the Suns are circled. The Warriors have been circled for a long time. Even when they were down, people circled them and wanted to beat them. I mean, they're still not healthy now. So you're right. The Jazz are taking people's best shots. I totally believe that. 100%. But that's just part of trying to get to the top of the mountain and winning a championship. LeBron's been taking people's best shots forever. They're shorthanded. Nobody cares. Everybody wants to beat the Lakers. Beat L.A. They're chanting like they were chanting 30 or 40 years ago. That, it comes you. with the territory. You start getting to the top of the mountain, people want to pull you down. It's fun. The Jazz did it to teams over the years. Actually, it was funny you mentioned this. During the Spurs game, they rolled out the video of uh, Mehmet Kerr getting the putback at the buzzer to win, and he's holding up the finger, we're number one. Well, if you remember that era, actually the Spurs were number one, and the Jazz were number 21. But for one night, it was fun to take the Spurs down. People paid their money. They spent their time in front of the TV. They want their team to win, so Memo celebrated it. But the Jazz weren't going anywhere in that era, and the Spurs were. Right, and that's what they're facing, and they've got to find ways to match that and overcome that because I'm sort of torn because I don't want to make a big deal about it, but yet I don't want to blow it off either. So I'm sort of in... Well, I think that's true. I think that's true because the, the truth is whatever happens in December doesn't automatically tell you what's going to happen in May. Now, the best teams tend to win all year long, and the 82 games gives you a pretty good hint of how the two months of the playoffs are going to go. But it doesn't tell you how they're going to go for sure. And you can win a championship, even though in the second weekend, the, the, or the second round, the play you referenced, Kawhi Leonard crouching in the corner while the ball hops on the rim four times before it decides to go in. Yeah. And they yeah. win the title. You know, and you go, well, they were lucky. Well, every championship team has a little bit of luck along the way, but you also need to make some of your own luck. Right. Yeah, that's... Basketball gods do what they do there. You got to put yourself in a position and take advantage of it. And these other teams now have put themselves in the position to beat the Jazz in Salt Lake, and they've done it. And the Jazz have just got to put down and just say, okay, enough of that. I mean, you're not going to go and win however many home games they've got left. I don't think they're going to go undefeated. But it's just a string of losses here now. If I look at it, the string of losses, and you just named all these teams. And I even forgot about the Indiana one, to tell you the truth. <laughs> See? Uh, I, I did. I, I totally I, I put that off. I, I wasn't even thinking about it. I was thinking about these other ones. But that one's in that ballpark, too. So you've got to get out of there, and you've got to find ways to get this thing done here. You know, at the same time, I can look at it and say, oh, you know, they're 8-2 and two in their last 10. I mean, you'll take that. You'll take that every single time, I think you would. Yes. Uh, what you won't take is losing double-digit leads at home to inferior teams. That's what's bugging people. I agree. Yeah, I don't know how I can argue with that. I love to argue, but I can't and, come up and with And don't that. lose to teams in the bottom third of the league. Because the gap isn't as big from the top of the league to the middle. And if you're a little off, and let's not... Here's one thing we have not mentioned this yet, and it's, it's, we better mention it now because we should have mentioned it earlier. They're not as good when they don't have Mike Conley. He matters. And I know when you miss a guy, someone else is supposed to step up. But we got a trend building here. They're not as good when Mike Conley is in street clothes. It's an issue. They miss him. They're not as good. They're not as elite. 
Well, or you could argue they're not elite, but they're certainly not as elite. Yeah, and but I'm willing to sacrifice now for health later. Hundred percent. I can't guarantee health later. I agree. If you tell me that Conley, however many playoff games they play in, and he's ready to go all of them, and in the meantime you lose some ball games in the regular season because of it, deal with it. Yeah, well, not I smile. Not just, not just deal with it. I, I will I, definitely, yes. I will definitely trade the Wizards now for a playoff game later. Every Jazz fan should sign off yeah. on that. The problem is I don't know that I can guarantee that. Uh, but so far, so good. So he didn't play. whoop de doo Don't really care. I'm looking at the bigger picture. So it's two things here. You've, you've got to look in the, med- in, in the immediacy because that's what's there for you, obviously. That's why it's the immediacy. But at the same time, you've got to look at the bigger picture, too. And so that's what they've got to figure out ways to go about getting themselves where they want to be when the time comes to be there. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you can't just keep losing these home games because, as you said, the Grizzlies are only a couple of games behind. It looks like right now, and we're not even to Christmas, obviously, so there's still a long way to go, but it does look like right now that the Suns and the Warriors have set themselves up to have a battle for the best record in the West, which is likely going to be the best record in the conference going forward here. And so, Do you I, mean the best record in the NBA? They're going to have the best record in the West, which would likely be the best record in the conference. Yeah, going forward here, it looks NBA. like yeah, yeah, it looks like these guys are for real, right? Oh yeah, Bo- why is anyone teams. doubting that? It's up uh, to the well, Jazz. It's up to the Jazz to elevate and catch up to them. I don't think those two teams. I mean, they've got to lose some games because they're both playing eight hundred ball. Well, they're both surprising me though. And the Phoenix, I never realized they went to the finals, but I didn't think they'd be this good this year. Right okay, out but of the we're gate, 30, we're thirty games in for the Warriors and twenty nine for the Suns. It's not a fluke. These teams are both. Uh, but really I didn't that think good. I didn't think the Suns would be this good. I'm with you, but in and Alton, I didn't, and I certainly didn't think the Warriors would be this. good. I'm with you. I thought the Warriors would be top four again. I didn't know they'd be number two or one and running away from three and four. The Warriors are three and a half games clear of the Jazz, five and a half games clear of the Grizzlies. In 30 games, they are running away. So it's up to the Jazz to elevate. Because while these guys are human, and I don't think they're going to win 80% of their games when the season's done, because that's 65-66 win territory. Yeah, two teams in the same conference winning that many games? Yeah. That would be a stunner. Right. But it's clear at least one of them is going to win 60 if they both don't. And the Jazz, oh, yeah, are, not, yeah, 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 the jazz yeah. are not on a 60-win pace. So it's no. up to the Jazz to elevate. If they're, you know, this, these two teams aren't coming back to you. Maybe one will, but they won't both. Yeah, so it's, I haven't given up best record, but I'm getting closer. Well, the game that should bug everyone is the Spurs. Because you don't win them all. And if you win nine in a row and the Wizards get you when Conley doesn't play... You're 9-1 in the last 10, and you're like, mm, okay. But there was no reason to give up 36 points in the first quarter, and it was completely, completely inexcusable to give up 41 in the third. And if they don't do those things, they beat the Spurs. And if you win 9 out of 10 and the one you lose is without Conley, okay, what are we all wound up about? And Bradley Beal goes for 37. And Bradley yeah. Beal goes off. Right. Yeah, I so understand that. Conley, they are 0-3 when Conley sits. And they're twenty and six when he plays. I, I think they. I thought they said Locke was saying they were zero and four. Are they zero and four? I'll have to uh, add it up there. Well, we do that little cross talk after. And he the said zero and four. That's what. That's what him and Ron were talking about. Yeah. Well, then that even underscores my point more. I took them at their word. Okay, but I can live with that. 
I can, because the idea is, and they, they can live with it to an extent because they've planned for it, knowing that this is what we're going to sacrifice in the short term for the long-term gain. All right, so if, they're, if they can live with it, I can live with it. Right, as long as he's there, ready to go when it matters most, and that's obviously the postseason. So I get all that. So be it. And I don't think that if he sits out ten games, I don't think they're going to go zero and ten either. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. But you're right, the Spurs game. And the thing that bugged me is, and you you bring up the thirty six and the forty one, mm-hmm. and those are numbers that they're black and white. They're absolute facts. But when the game was in the balance. They couldn't get a stop. I know. They still, that's the thing is that despite making a mess of those two quarters defensively, they could have won the game. But they didn't get a stop in those last three or four minutes. And the possession that should bug you the most, although it never comes down to one possession, and that's why I bring up the first and third quarters, but they got Pirtle to miss a shot and Rudy didn't get the rebound and Pirtle went right back up and got it over Rudy and put it back in. They finally got him to miss a shot. Pirtle. I know. Of all people, it's the Pirtle. former Ute, Jakob Pirtle. Jeez. The guy who led him to the Sweet 16, if I can recall. No. Well, he was on the Sweet 16 team. Yeah. What do you mean, no? I don't think of him as leading them on that team. He was better the it, next year. In height, they, they did. In height, they went. Did. If they went like tallest to shortest. I think they had another NBA guy who led them to the Sweet 16. He would be at the front, though. Yeah. The tallest dude, yeah. <laughs> the tallest dude. Hurdle, yeah, that that bugged me. I, I just not being able to dig in and get a stop. Man, the Spurs just couldn't miss and that freaking Walker challenging Gobert. Yeah, that was outrageous. The shot, right? I know, and that's where stuff happens, and that's why you got to take care of business early in the game so you don't give him one shot. And then if he throws in, you do everything right, and he throws in something ridiculous, ridiculous over the the best shot blocker in the league, and great. Ridiculous? Ridic- that shot was redunculous. What is it? He was like Lonnie Walker the fifth? Is that what his name the, was? The fourth. Oh, I thought it was his kid. Uh, yeah, good, good on him making that shot, man. I was shocked. Nobody challenges Gobert and wins. Whoever does that, but they did it. There's so many possessions there. And then I didn't like the last possession. I know... Uh, well, the next to last possession, I guess, then. Right. Is it, next to last. I, I, I'm getting, I don't want to say I'm getting tired, but I think they got to come up with something better than Donovan trying to go one on five. Uh, Greg tweets at us, the Jazz issues are lack of wing defense. Atrocious execution in the final seconds of games is pretty fixable. Donovan needs to look to dish after he draws a crowd. Not necessarily. But I'm but okay got, with if he does, if he gets somebody an open shot. It's got to be an option. And right now it doesn't seem like it's an option. It's all or nothing. It seems like I'm an American kid. I grew up in an athletic household where sports was a big deal. Academics are a big deal, too. But sports is a big deal. And so I know this is the way it is. The best player on the team gets the ball and he takes the shot. It almost seems like that's what he's been born and bred to do. And I'm okay with that if it's there. And I want definitely want the ball in his hand. But if there's somebody available and defenses are collapsing big time, LeBron has got no problem giving it up. I was about Jordan's to say. Jordan's got no problem yep. giving it up. Give it up. If, if it's there, it's got to be there. But he is drawing a crowd, so someone's got to be open. You'd think. And the Jazz are very good over the course of the game at doing that, getting someone to draw a crowd and giving the ball up. And Donovan does it. Jordan Clarkson's getting better at doing it. Bogey and Joe Ingles certainly do it. 
And we can go down, oh, Conley, I'm leaving Conley out. I mean, go down the list. There's a, the whole team is built that way. So on the biggest possession of the game, do what you do the whole game and get somebody an open yeah. shot. There's tons of good shooters on this team. And then realize if you do pass it to Royce and he misses it, we're going to be criticizing you for passing it to Royce. Well, we could take a pledge not to do that. <laughs> Isn't that what we – when I say we, I mean the greater we. You can you know? pledge all you want. It's going to happen regardless. <laughs> yes, the fans are going to do it. I guarantee you, if, he, if he's got something and he pulls it back or whatever or he does a pass, he's got a killer arm. There's no doubt about it. I think Joe may not be able to get – get some contact, get some wood, because uh, Mitchell's got a great arm. We've seen that with those passes that he makes there. He had that one the other night, too, and he can really whip that ball. And if he if he does it and Royce misses, we're going to say, why'd you pass the ball to Royce? You know what I mean? Take so. the pledge in, people. <laughs> I pledge allegiance to the Royce and the United States of Donovan. All that means is that we're invested in the fan base's way into it because if they don't care, then that's what you got going. That's worse than them care than then uh, caring and complaining is not caring and not complaining. DJ and PK coming up. We'll give away tickets to see the Jazz and the Hornets tonight. We're giving them away every hour, all day long, on the half hour. We'll give away two tickets next, and we got a lot of fans weighing in with their theory of what is going wrong. We'll get to that next. Stay with us.